Welcome to Family History Roots podcast, where we explore resources and techniques that can assist with your family history research here in the UK. My name is Mark Irving, Director of Professional Genealogists, Grange Genealogy, and I will be your guide today. What is a working family tree? In this episode, I'm going to introduce you to a working family tree, distinct from a family tree, and show how and where they, as you will have one and more, can be used to enhance your research. I will show you how to create one and why you should have more than one, what to do with it once done, and how using it can speed up your research and improve your success rate. A family tree, as we all know, is a representation of the members of a family showing details of their relationships to each other. Usually, this is a visual representation in a chart form, although a family tree can be a figure of speech, as in, on your family tree there will be, or along your family tree you will have, referring to the tree-like structure we all see when relationships are drawn out into a chart. There are, of course, lots of different charts which show family trees, and you only need to explore some of the common genealogy software programs to see the varieties available. There are also different ways of writing out a genealogy, that is, relationships expressed in a prose style and you will often see these used when multiple generations are discussed, often produced when you select a book output on the genealogy software of choice. Genealogy software and their output is a topic fit for another discussion, and these family trees are compiled when details of the family are fairly certain and need to be distributed to other parts of the family should be able to see the results. A if you have tree, any questions or just or other opinions on what tree, I have been discussing, you can let me know number one tool at podcasts or at familyhistoryroots.uk. It's a written or and more what accurately you have said a or suggested showing the may feature in a forthcoming episode and their parents and children. You can also subscribe it's to a Family History Roots podcast with perhaps from my a website person at familyhistoryroots.uk and is then expanded to show and by subscribing and you will let me know and later that you find my discussions as needed valuable as your research develops whatever you are researching if it's family history you will need a way of quickly showing relationships within a family if you are reading a written family history a biography or at a record office checking through parish records, or on Find My Past, or on Ancestry.com, using the search tools online. I like to start my research with a blank paper, and I put the name of the person I am searching for in the centre of the page, 
and underneath an estimate for dates of birth or death, or the exact details if found already, creating the beginnings of a descendant chart with children below and ancestors above the initial name. An alternative is to create a sideways chart with the younger generations on the left and the older ones on the right hand side. As this chart, however you do it, is your working chart, it's not expected to be neat or even accurate, showing accurate relationships, that is, showing accurate or estimated dates always. The important thing is that it shows what and where you discover new information, so you make notes in brief on it. You are listening to Family History Roots podcast, where we explore resources and techniques that can assist you with your family history research here in the UK. I'm Mark Irving, Director of Professional Genealogists, Grange Genealogy, and I have been tracing and researching family members of many different families for reasons of inheritance over the last four decades and researching my own family since the 1980s. Let's take an example of a census return for the 1901 census for England and Wales, a source that will commonly show a family together as they were in April 1901 when the census was taken and giving their ages, occupations, if any, place of birth, and giving a relationship to the head of household, usually at this time the man in the family home. You would think this is a straightforward task, but not all relationships were as they were reported, and it's complicated that relations other than children and parents are usually given as the relation to the head, and not necessarily to their parent. Commonly found when grandchildren are given, and the family may have several members, all of which could be parents of the grandchild. Sometimes children are listed, but can be later established to be stepchildren, and have different names, and this is always a task to establish the correct name usually taken for family historians to be the baptised or registered name and surname. So, for a family, the children and the parents can be drawn out on the working tree, with their name as given, estimated year of birth and age, and place of birth. A record should be made alongside each of the source You can usually use an abbreviation here. I use C01 for a 1901 census. And the address is written alongside the name of the head for that census. You will, of course, note the full reference elsewhere. And if you can, take a copy. Grandchildren may take a little working out. And these can be entered in the relationship to the expected parent 
and use your initial judgment for this. The next step is to test out all the relationships and details you have found by conducting other searches. For the 1901 period, you can search in the General Register Office indexes for the births and get the parents' names as found there. And then noting the reference in that record in the index with an additional name or change of name, and if it's an index, any reference. For the General Register Office, you would include the volume, page, year, quarter, and registration district, which may be named differently to the place of birth given on the census record. Sometimes you will have to redraw the relationship and add or subtract names. Do all of this on your paper, marking as you do the source of the change. Use the extra space and back of the paper to record alternatives that you may have to investigate and record there what you have searched and what variations you have used. Commonly for a birth registration, you will record the surname and forename and date range or district range search with possible matches noted and with notes next to each for your evaluation. If you carry out a search and don't find anything, be sure to record that this has been done and what you search for. You may have to vary your search to find a match. Use the working tree to record these searches as well. What you will build up is a record of your research at that time, showing the family established or likely to be and the searches you have done. You can then add to this at a later stage when you resume your search for that family. If your notes on the working tree are accurate, you will be able to go to the record you found at a later time and review, and will be able to see, almost at a glance, what has been done, and importantly, what has not been done, so your research can be continued from where you left off. Mistakes are inevitable with this approach. Names change, relationships are not as they first appeared. But if you have always recorded what has been disclosed, when and where, ages and places of birth may differ from census to census, as may names. You will find that you can see the correct, or what you consider to be the correct relationship, names, dates at that stage for each generation, showing brothers and sisters at each level. Keep them. Keep your working trees, useful as they are for reviews and for checking. Keep them together with other notes for that part of the family. If you need, scan your notes into your computer and store them there. For our research trip, all my notes and working trees are stored together, and if necessary, copies are made for the family record, noting on them where and when they were created. If you collaborate with other people in your family, record who did the research as well. Accurate notes and good charting on your working tree will speed up your ability to review the research 
as it's all on one chart on paper and you can see at a glance what has been done or importantly not done even when you have not looked at that particular part of the family for a while. You may need to experiment if you're not familiar with this way of working. Work out your own abbreviations for records and searches and make them obvious or explicit in full so that you can recall what they mean later. Join me next time at familyhistoryroots.uk. Don't forget to subscribe if you have found this helpful. Family history is all about seeing life in the light of your ancestors. So may your discoveries and searches be fruitful. Until next time, good luck. This podcast was brought to you by Mark Irving, Director of Range Genealogy. My further podcasts can be found at familyhistoryroots.uk and details of other services offered are at grangegenealogy.co.uk. The ragtime theme was courtesy of purpleplanet.com and to receive further information on upcoming podcasts and interviews, email me at podcasts at familyhistoryroots.uk. The discussions and techniques and resources mentioned in this podcast and associated show notes were broadcast for personal use only and the resources and any associated tips and techniques for researching were correct as of February 2023 and in the UK an express my considered opinion. <laughs>